Dionisio at the plate, he's over to today. Swakowski, the big right hander, lets it go. It's right down Broadway. Dionisio lets it fly, and it's. Oh, it's raining now. Hey, hey, hello, everybody. Welcome to Rain Delay Theater. Uh, it is September 7th, and we just got back from the Los Angeles Angels at the Chicago White Sox, or should I say Shohei Otani taking on the Chicago White Sox. It's Otani Day, people. Yeah, uh, so we uh, we were excited uh, about going to this game. I've actually been ragging on Jeremy uh, for uh, being such an Otani fanboy, yep. but I will admit to getting caught up in the excitement uh, when we got to the ballpark. I mean, listen, Jack. Okay, listen. I gotta say, like, um, say what you want about 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 Otani, and like, you know, there's haters out there or whatever. But like, I think like um, we saw this guy who like is on list with Babe Ruth mm-hmm. as the only two people on the list. In his rookie year, hit like and you know, and he, yeah, he did 15 something homers, cool. 50 innings pitched. Yeah, I mean, like, I think I'm gonna look back and be glad that we saw Otani. Yeah, we year. yeah saw Otani in his rookie year, um, yeah. and we'll get into this a little later, but we saw him in a home run, so that's yeah. pretty cool, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, and, you know, uh, two days after he was uh, uh, basically uh, diagnosed with uh, needing to have TJ, no, yeah, less. he was pretty much condemned to death mm-hmm. in the eyes of the baseball world, and mm-hmm. just happened to just go out in the uh, line up that night and and hit hit home runs, keep hitting homers. Yeah, yeah. So we were uh, we were. I think what did you buy these tickets for? About five bucks, Jeremy. Yeah, I think Something you paid like a that. big uh, Finsky for these. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, immediately uh, went upon meeting at the stadium. Uh, I was disappointed to see that Jeremy wore his. Uh, it, was, it was the baby cakes hat, right? Yeah, I wore my New Orleans baby cakes hat. So earlier in the week, uh, Cole Hamels of the Cubs uh, uh, ragged on Brewers fans for not being good enough fans to fill their stadium when the Cubs came to town. Right. Uh, and saying that the Cubs-Brewers were not a rivalry, etc., etc. I'm sure we'll, Jeremy and I are going to the Cubs versus Brewers game next week. We'll probably get into this more then. Sure, sure. But uh, I wanted to wear my Brewers hat. On the off chance that Jeremy was going to wear his Seattle Pilots hat, it, okay. it had been a okay. it had been a little while since he'd worn it. So so Jeremy kind of trolled me if you listen to last week's episode <laughs> with the Expos hat. Yeah. So I wanted to do a similar thing. I wanted to sort of bait him into a situation where we, we would both be wearing uh, the hats of uh, you know the Brewers franchise. I mean his that's uh, as close as yes. he's ever going to get to. Uh, you know, wearing a brewer's hat to a game. Fair uh, but I, I wanted people who saw us uh, to think, oh, hey, here's a couple of uh, great baseball fans from Milwaukee just taking in a game here in Chicago. Oh, man, nice. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah, as we know, uh, the, the pilots um, uh, moved to uh, last one year and then moved to Milwaukee, became the Brewers. I mean, mm-hmm. I got the hat at the Brewers game. Yeah, so. and you, you got a couple of cards too, right, from the Seattle Pilots? Oh, yeah, yeah. There's a, a bunch of autographs from, like, from old, like, obscure, like, guys who were with, on that team, mm-hmm. like, autograph cards. So, yeah, I've been making a collection of those. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so this, this sort of ties into something that's been really hot news for the last 24 hours, but apparently uh, at... Uh, guaranteed rate field uh, two days, I think, before our game, or three days maybe. Uh, The Tigers broadcasters uh, got in a uh, physical altercation in the booth after the Tigers-White Sox game. Yeah, so Jack, you'll have to fill me in on the details because I I knew I heard the story at work and uh, I... um, 
I did a cursory glance of it, but I didn't get in depth or whatever. Sure. Uh, so basically, what it was was uh, Mario Impemba, who is their play-by-play guy, and mm-hmm. Rod Allen, who's uh, their analyst. Uh, they've been working together for 16 years, but uh, yeah. apparently they've hated each other for years. Uh, I <laughs> yeah. think this happened either on Tuesday or Wednesday's broadcast, whenever it was. They said that there were uh, it was really boiling over in that game, and like okay. I guess there were like 43 seconds of just silence at one point in the game. Nice, um, nice. And so after the game, I guess there was uh, either Impemba or Allen wanted to sit in like a special chair because they were <laughs> their back hurt. Uh, and so the other one didn't want let him sit in it. And then so I guess they said Rod Allen came from behind Mario Impemba and choked him. Uh, so like, yeah, it was serious. They had to be broken up by uh, a, you know, a member of the uh, crew. Yeah, and probably some like like lowly like producer or whatever. Hey guys, get off of each other. Yeah, you yeah. Know? So anyway, they they've both been relieved of their duties. But uh, Jeremy, I just want to say, if ever you are, aren't happy with your chair or any of the arrangements <laughs> here, just let me know. Like, yeah, it doesn't have to come to that. Yeah, Jack has a really nice uh, recliner over there. Like I'd love to, you know, just chill on that maybe for for a recording or two. Yeah. Um, I I was gonna say that I hope we make it that far that we are choking each other out. Like maybe we can do this podcast for sixteen years and eventually <laughs> we'll choke. One of us will choke the other one out, probably over a hat situation right. that we try to set the other one up for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I feel bad that I didn't wear the pilot's hat. I, I've, I've been screwing up now two games in a row with a hat. Um, yeah. You know, uh, but uh, that would have been pretty good. That, mm-hmm. that's, 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 some, that's some deep... Deep, it, it uh, sneaky stuff there, Yeah, Jack. yeah, I put, a, put a lot of thought of that one. I'm proud but, of you, yeah. Uh, well, anyway, um, so when we got to the stadium, though, it was it was dead there. You know, you'd, you'd think it was a, a Friday night. Uh, yeah. You, you, Trout, Otani in town, uh, you know, some of the <sighs> best baseball players, most exciting baseball players in the game. Yeah. And uh, that just doesn't matter. Yeah, no, you would be... You would uh, you would be surprised, um, Jack. I don't know if you I don't know if we've even talked about it or if you're aware, but like back in the um, post Jordan uh, basketball years for mm. the mm-hmm. for the uh, Bulls, they used to run ads like trying to get people to come to Bulls games, even though like no one wanted to come. Right? Yeah, and like one of the ads was like, "I'm going to see uh, you know Garnett." Uh, I don't even know who basketball players are. Like uh, Iverson. Uh, what? Give me one more. Uh, Shaq. Shaq. All right. Mm-hmm. So like, I go to see Iverson, Shaq, Garnett, and like that was like that was in a Bulls commercial. Like, Ooh. like it was like some dude on like a basketball court, and he's like talking in the camera. He's like, I'm going there to see. Like he's like saying that. Like that was one of the hooks that they used to try to sell Bulls tickets. That's and sad. It's really sad. And, yeah. And like, and. Go figure. It's probably the same marketing team that markets the White Sox. No doubt, owned by the same guy. Yeah, exactly. So wow. um, when I think about when I think about like a team like the White Sox, I think about like like for for us like neutral fans, like we are going to see who's on the other team. Right? Yeah, yeah. And so it's like you can't get any better right now than like seeing like maybe the Yankees, which we went to, like seeing Glaber and like Judge and Andujar. The Red cool. Sox. Yeah, the Red Sox. Like you, you can't ask for much more than Trout and Otani, like no. the best player in baseball and like the most like like talked about player in baseball. Mm-hmm. But there were you, you couldn't, you know, you'd only tell that to eighteen thousand fans, which was paid. Yeah, that's probably more like ten to twelve thousand fans. Yeah, yeah, it was it was real thin. So like when I was going over to uh, to meet Jack, I was like, Jesus, there's no one, there's just no one here. Mm-hmm. I think we said that about another one, but like this one really was, there was no one there. And yeah. like, and it is September. 
but it's also Friday, so yeah, I don't know. It's it, Friday, yeah. Um, it, so it, it was Hispanic Heritage Night. It um, was. You know, Jeremy, I wonder, do they do the White Sox, if they're not having a giveaway, is it always some kind of night? There's never. It's never just yeah. a game. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that should be their, their slogan. Yeah. It's never just a game. <laughs> um, yeah, it's. I mean, probably. I, yeah. I haven't checked it like game for game, but mm-hmm. uh, it seems like we're always there on a night. Yeah, yeah. So um, this yeah. one was less half-hearted than most of them. Have yeah, been. I know. They actually maybe that's because like I don't know. There's uh, somewhat of it. There's a there's a Hispanic population like in in the city, mm-hmm. but like. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think. Like, yeah, Greek Heritage Night. There yeah. really wasn't much going on. I think we were there on Polish Heritage Night too, right? right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they like they tried to like hawk off like uh, pierogies, even though they sell those every game. Yep. I did. They didn't, oh, they did actually talk about tacos. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's actually in the uh, video that I posted on ah. uh, Instagram. So like, mm-hmm. I kind of missed it, but like. Yeah, there was. I mean, in terms of, I'm always looking for the food angle, and there's there was really wasn't like anything exciting with the food going on. But um, it was Hispanic Heritage Night, and they had some cool festivities uh, beforehand. Yeah, yeah. The uh, national anthem was. Uh, it was played by like. Uh, it wasn't a mariachi band exactly. I think it, it was. Well, is that been, what you would, would, would I, call I it? I think you would. I think mm-hmm. so. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong. Sure, but what? Yeah, it, it it was definitely something like that. It was a full ensemble. Yeah, it was an ensemble. They even had a what was it? A harpsichord? Uh, what what would you Oh, call that a harp. Yeah. It was like a harp, but the yeah, harp sounded guess, really good. Yeah, they did have a harp. They had a violin. Yeah, um, they had like the big bass guitar, like mm-hmm. the big acoustic bass guitar. Yeah, it was a whole thing, and like a, a female singer. Yeah, and she did really well too. She yeah. sang it really well. Uh, I would put it as probably the number one on the anthems we've seen this year. Yeah, um, probably. I mean, uh, you know, the Cubs usually have they have they switch off between those two guys, Mesmer, Mesmer and the uh, the other. What was who was the other Vincent, guy? Vincent. Yeah, uh, but but yeah. Uh, Vincent John what? Vincent John Vincent yeah, yeah. yeah he's he's the guy who holds it for really long yeah yeah yeah, yeah um, Madden's favorite yeah oh yeah 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 <laughs> elaborate on that Jeremy <laughs> um but like that's you know we've sort of seen that before you know we have, this was yeah. kind of something I'd never seen in a national anthem before yeah. which made it really cool it was cool it was um uh they like made, they created an arrangement for the song with mm. all those different instruments we talked about like normally a anthem doesn't have a harp or a, a violin, and mm-hmm. they 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 used all the instruments, which was pretty cool. Yeah, so, so that was cool. They got that off to a good start. Yeah, um, and then uh, let's see. Um, they did they did a round of first pitches. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. First off, they had uh, uh, Roberto Garza from the Bears. Yep, uh, throw out uh, the first pitch. I guess he's in. A, he's retired at this point. I guess. Yeah, I remember uh-huh. like they they always said that he had no cartilage in his knees or Oof. whatever. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, that didn't stop him from throwing the first pitch, I guess. He bounced it. <laughs> he, he did bounce it. He did um, bounce it. You know, just speaking of the Bears real quick, yeah. uh, I guess they said um, Matt Forte is going to be throwing out the first pitch on oh, okay. September 21st, I think. Oh, okay. But they said Bears great Matt Forte. <laughs> is yeah. that kind of a stretch to call him a Bears great? Um, Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, it is. He was <laughs> Bears good. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. Him, I mean, that's know? what I was going to say. Like, that yeah. would be like calling Dorsey Levin's a Packers great. Maybe <laughs> Matt Forte was better than that. But, like, yeah. you know, Ed, I think, Edgar Bennett. I think Forte was largely underrated for uh-huh. a long time. He was just yeah. like, uh, he got a lot of all-purpose yards. Sure. Um, but uh, he kind of fizzled out when he left the Bears. So. Yeah, I mean, when I think Bears greats, I think like you know 
Walter Payton or Singletary. Yeah, or, for sure. Or, lack, or guys, you know, guy like that. But Yeah, yeah, for sure. But for anyway, sure. Uh, you're right. He did bounce it. Uh, this. So what was the other guy's name? Juan Riesco? Uh, Jose Riesco Jose Riesco Sr. Jose Riesco Sr. Yes. Okay. So now they, so they threw, this guy came out there and I thought he was going to be another plane crash survivor, but he, he wasn't. <laughs> Just took a drink of coffee there, Johnny. I want to spit it on your new computer. Anyway, go on, go on. Jack almost did a spit take. Um, yeah. So he wasn't, he didn't survive any plane crash. Yeah. So, I guess uh, he was still worthy of being called up there to mm-hmm. uh, throw the first pitch. So but they announced it. They're like, so-and-so received a glove, and it was a viral video, and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, did they say glove? Like, So we, I brought it. We, we came back to the house, and uh, I, I looked it up online. I guess he was in a – he, like, had a viral video. He's from uh, Chicago. Um, did they say he's from Cuba and he? Well, yeah, yeah, he's yeah from but Cuba. he lives. He lives uh-huh. in Chicago. Sure. Um, they they own a deli, him and his son, or something like yeah. that. And uh, I guess when he was a little boy, like coming before he came to Cuba, he asked his mom for this mitt. And uh, they they should have said mitt, by the way, too. The glove is like too formal. Yeah, yeah. They it was a Wilson A two thousand. Yeah, think. which yeah. okay. So this is weird. Like so, yeah. So he wanted this this mitt or whatever, and like. It's like his children finally bought it for him, and like he like got emotional and yeah. everything. It's like it's a great video. Like it's 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 heartwarming. And it everything. is. It is heartwarming. Yeah. Yeah. But okay. Now here, listen. <laughs> here we go. Um, you know, leave us to take the the asshole angle to this. But let's let's just dissect this thing a little bit. Okay. I'm totally for him being up there. I don't want to. I'm not jealous. I don't want to throw out a first pitch. No. So I'm not like I'm not angry about it. But a glove is a weird thing. I had to, like, I thought I heard glove at the game and I had to go back and, like, research it to, like, double check. But, like, yeah, it was just a glove that he wanted. Yeah. I mean, first of all, yeah, they're they're restaurant uh, owners. So, like, that, I mean, it seems like they've owned that restaurant for a long time, I think. Yeah. So that he could have purchased that glove probably at any point from the profits from his uh, restaurant. It said something like the the kid wanted, the son wanted to make sure he was financially safe because they said the glove was, like, $200 $200 or something. Okay. Which is kind of a lot for a glove. It is. Uh, especially for, I mean, I don't think this guy's going to be playing yeah. in any competitive no. games. But it's still, it's just a figure, but it's cool. It's a symbol. But yeah. yeah. But, and also, though, like, the guy got real broken up and emotional about it. But, yeah. like, it's not like he brought him back his, like, one-eyed teddy bear from back when he was in Cuba or something. Well, that's what I thought. I was thinking maybe it was, like, a glove that he had as a kid and he wanted it again. But it was just a glove that he wanted. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I did want... I remember I wanted a... Like, Ryan Sandberg had a Rawlings glove mm-hmm. that had, like, a... Like, most Rawlings glove had had the red patch, right? That says Rawlings yeah. on it. And he had one that had silver on it, a silver patch. And I, like, really wanted that. Um, and I think you couldn't find one. I think I eventually, like, bought, like, a marker, like, a silver paint marker and, and colored in the, the label. Yeah. Or whatever. But, like... I don't know. It's hard to think. Like, I could think of a million other things that I would get emotional about that I wanted as a kid and getting it as an adult. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. The glove was weird to me. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. But, yeah. So, um, but anyway, the, the the video went viral and, like, they invited him to throw out the first pitch. So, that was cool. And he did he did not bounce it. Yeah. He, he threw a good pitch, right? Yeah. He got basically got it over the plate. Yeah. So, so that's good for him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, then the game started, and uh, the opening song today was "Bad Boys." Yeah, well, I was going to say, and then the White Sox took the field to the resounding, uh, you know, notes and and beats of the classic song "Bad Boys." Yeah. By, uh, 
Oh, what's their what's their name? What's the name of the band? It's like oh shoot, it's like Voodoo Children or something. Oh man, I I, I should know what it is, but you know that cops the song from cops yes basically I, why why did they come out to that it didn't no make idea. any sense it didn't make any sense it's like it's a bad look like i'm thinking the cubs used to come out to jump by van halen yeah which was like an awesome song granted they they started that in 1984 when the album was new and then like they used it up until i'd say probably like 2006 2007 um but uh, you know, classic song like it's like it's like a rocker. It's like a like upbeat rocker rocker song. Bad Boys is just like a weird like fake <laughs> reggae song, and like um like it, yeah, it was so it was weird. So like they come out and like they not only are they coming out like you you know the song Bad Boys, but you know it from the cops yeah. theme song, which is like about thirty seconds yep. long. This was the whole the full version. Yeah. So like you heard like the first verse, and it's like. Son, when you were a kid, you said you were going to do bad things, but now you know there is repercussions. You will get arrested. Hey, hey, bad boys, bad boys. It was like the lyrics were like that. I actually wanted to like Google them and have us sing it. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, um, it, it it was just weird. It was just weird, and it was very White Sox. Yes. Um, you know, so like, yeah, so they come out and like they're throwing infield and like yep. they're warming up to this song. The song went on for a while. Yep. The fireworks went off. So it's on our Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I bust. I made sure to bust out the Instagram for it. So like, I I copied or I uh, you know, it's on there. So just listen through uh, the fireworks and you will hear uh, Bad Boys. So there you go. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, great choice. Now, Very White Sox. You you overheard uh, somebody say something about Mike Trout. Yeah. So okay, the game started, and um, you know uh, Mike Trout was batting third for the Angels. He came up in the first inning, and um, there was a family behind us, and there were um, a couple annoying kids mm. kicking the seat. Um, I didn't even care, Jack. Yeah. I didn't even. It didn't even bother me because I was so psyched to see Otani. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which we'll get into in a second, but um, uh, Trout came up. And the kids were like, Dad, it's Mike Trout. And he's like, who? And and he's like, the kids are like, Mike Trout, he's the best player in baseball. And uh, Mike Trout struck out in the top of the first. And so I heard the dad go like, well, apparently not. Oh. <laughs> and then that was it. Yeah. Um, but it's like, okay, so this dad apparently thinks that Mike Trout is not, is like a, a bum because yeah. he struck out. So, you know, like kudos to these kids yeah. uh, for knowing like who Mike Trout is. Yeah. Um, and knowing that he's the best player yes, in baseball. Yes, exactly. That was a good call by those kids, you know, yeah. considering how annoying they were otherwise. Right, It's yeah. surprising that they would have known that. Yes. Now... Instead of like, <laughs> instead of saying like for the dad being like really interested, like yeah. oh man, like I don't know about first of all, like he should know about Mike yes. Trout. Yes, it's true. But if he didn't, he should be like oh wow, like what's so what's he like? Like why is he so good? Yes, exactly. Whatever. It, like all he did was shoot down these kids. Yeah, exactly. And they're they're still right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I know. Even after he struck out, he's I know. still the best player in baseball. That idiot dad was probably like. Well, he's, you know, they don't even know like who's good. Like he yeah. probably saw he saw uh, you know Andrelton Simmons hit a home run. He's like, oh, he's the best player. Yeah, he hit a home run. Yeah, yeah. I it it goes back to this bad parenting, Jack. To take it back to the Under Armour game. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got yeah. That's exactly the perfect solution for a parent to like and like encourage their kid and like show them like give them like uh, confidence in their knowledge. Like, yeah. like let them teach you or whatever or let them at least feel like they're teaching you and he's like oh apparently he's not good because he struck out you yeah dope. so anyway 
Um, that guy also said something later on. Uh, Avi Avisel Garcia hit a home run, and uh, he hit it. The ball was like it just barely got over. Yeah, the I wind. Think, the wind took it out. He yeah. Avi can thank the wind for that one. Yeah, exactly. And so as he hit it, I wasn't sure it was going out, mm-hmm. but th- that same guy was like, he was, he was like, oh, there it goes, like you know, and like he was so sure of it, and I was like hoping. I was praying to God that it got caught. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, it would have been perfect. And, but then the wind got it. And, like, yeah. so, like, I, I call it a draw. But, like, that was another one where the guy was, like, going out on a limb and I thought he was going to look like a fool. But, yeah. Well, uh, the way Trout was playing that ball, too, he looked like he thought he was going to have a beat on it. Yeah, but, exactly. Um, yeah, yeah. It went out. So, there you go. Um, well, the, the yeah. so, very early on in the game, uh, this is the top of the second inning. They always do the big fly. And, yeah. Jeremy, I don't know if this is going to be the last White Sox game we attend this mm-hmm. season. It might, likely might be. Mm-hmm. But um, we certainly went out on a good note with the big fly tonight. Yeah, definitely. I mean, and I, I'm kicking myself for, like, I had been um, running, I had been shooting uh, footage for the Instagram story um, on different days when uh, we had been at the game. And I just wasn't for, this, for some reason uh, during this one. And it was, like, the most... Uh, capturable uh, big fly that there was. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Technical difficulties. Yeah. So it started happening right away. So we we've been we've been complaining about how we're unsure about anything that's happening on the scoreboard. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But tonight they couldn't even get up any graphics on the scoreboard at all. No. Um. It. Uh, I actually mentioned it to Jack when when it came on. Um. They. You saw the mouse. You saw the mouse cursor. Like. Uh. Like. Uh, kind of scroll up to the top to try yeah. to like hide itself from like the, the actual big screen. Uh-huh. So at least we know now that it's being it's coming off of a computer, yep. and that computer's feeding right into the screen. But again, that doesn't explain how like there's three people with cell phones and we're seeing live feeds of their phones onto the big screen. No, so so the, so it's like it came up the the big flying like. Uh, like a startup screen was on there and like uh, Chris our boy Chris started talking it up talking up the um, the uh, contest by the way I think we called Chris Scott a couple episodes ago maybe we, for a couple episodes yeah we might have so it's for, it's definitely Chris though um, I mean he's he said Chris the last two games okay. unless he changed his name yeah uh, right like Prince or something y- y- they're calling him Yolmer now yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yelmer uh, Williams or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah so um, almost instantly they bailed on yep. it. So the only thing I can think of is because we saw the the cursor that they were late in starting up the game or something, like booting up the program or yeah. something. And so Chris is talking to the uh, camera, and the three schlubs are behind him with their phones, like, bent over, like, flicking their phones. They're like a playing bunch of the game. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, like... But it didn't show up on the big screen yet. And so someone in his ear told him, like, like bail, like, abort, abort. And so he's like, so we got three, the big fly game, and we're we're going to we're gonna just skip over it this time or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, and everyone up here is going to get a free Modelo t-shirt. And uh-huh. so some doofus comes out, uh, like, holding the Modelo shirt. And then, like, Chris is like, uh, he's like, here you go. This is it, the shirt right here. Everyone's going to get one. And um, <clears throat> And then by that point... The video had caught up, and on the big screen, it actually did show the game with all the random balls flying over the fence and making no sense. So they, those guys, it was funny because because the guy, the host was talking 
like were abandoning it, but those guys didn't react to it at all. Almost no. as if they couldn't hear him. Yeah, they kept playing. Yeah, yeah. They just had their heads down, and so, um, so it, it was just a, it was just a, it was just a mess, just yes. a goddamn mess. Yep. So he's like, "We're gonna board. Everyone's gonna get a Modelo shirt." The guy's holding the shirt, and like uh, Chris walks over, and like he like he tries to like kind of shake it, like to kind of show it. But then the dude holding the shirt let go of it, and it like it like the one side of it fell down, and so then Modelo got hidden, and so then he's like they're both then they both realize what happened, they're both trying to pick it up, and it's a mess, and so he goes at some point when when he noticed that the guys were still playing, and then the game finally kicked back in, he goes, uh, well they're gonna keep playing, and uh, the winner is gonna win. Uh, everyone gets a shirt, but the winner of this is gonna win a free trip and we'll, we'll we'll check in and find out who wins or something yeah yeah and that was it and then they they got out now jeremy like we've seen the big fly plenty of times so yep. we knew what we were getting into yeah but if you had never seen that game before like yeah. you would have wondered what the hell you just <laughs> saw yeah well even more so than if it than had gone off without a hitch yeah yeah <laughs> like yeah i know i mean it really was the perfect ending to like a, just a bad promotion yeah. honestly we should be. Ta- I mean, I don't want to blow up the White Sox spot, but United Airlines should know about this. I mean, you know, when like a podcast reads a commercial and stuff, I think, or even on the radio when they read commercials, like do live reads, they have to send them the air checks of the commercial to make sure that they're happy with it. Like, is United getting video of this and and like feeling good about it? Yeah, like, I don't even. I don't know. It's just, yeah, man. If we could get like if we. Could, I mean, they they would spit in our faces if we asked for like an interview. Yeah. But if right. we could somehow like sit down and talk to the people who run the the board, like just to get some answers, I would just want some answers. Yeah. 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 It's just it's screwy. So that was just uh, an ultimate fail. Now I've never seen that really from any. Um, like usually things go out. Sometimes there's you know there's things that go wrong, but like. To see some, to see a, a broadcast like completely bail on a promotion like that. Yeah, that was a first for me as well. I've yeah. never, I've never seen it go mid, uh, you know, break down like that. Yeah, exactly. Um, so well, you know, and there was another disappointment too, or maybe this is perfect, uh, is that brewing with Ricky. It was our first ever uh, rerun tonight. Yeah, I know. Yeah, they were in reruns tonight. Jack, yeah. you had the theory that they showed a new one each homestand. I was a little skeptical of that. I think that that's a little too coordinated for yeah. for the for the White Sox. Yeah, like I think that they're just like hit and play on like some video file and just mm-hmm. throwing it up there. So we saw an old one, and uh, I'm starting to wonder if like there if there's an arc, like you know yeah. season four of Seinfeld. Yeah, or something. you pointed that out. Yeah, I yeah. was like that. Yeah. So and this this is the one again where the uh, Ricky introduces the jerseys. Yeah, that they're going to be wearing. This policy is non negotiable. If anyone has a problem with it, you can come see me. Like that's, like, that's what he says. And then it's just, and then, yeah, it's, it's the dude eating the Del Rey tortilla chips that he pulls out of his desk with the uniform on. There's a guy spraying, like, hosing down the floor of the brewery mm-hmm. in the uniform. And that's it. Yep. And the, the best part of it is that the bumper, like, the, like, like beginning and end bumper of the thing is, like, it of the video is it says brewing with ricky and it just shows ricky like outside of get goose island brewery just like looking up in the sky like satisfied he just looks like satisfied so when they show this bad clip 
this bad video that's bad and it's flat and it misses on all marks that it's trying to hit on. And then they cut to the shot of Ricky looking up and like looking satisfied. And it makes it even more bad because it's yeah. like he's proud of that bad video that he was just Yeah. Doing. And so uh, there was a brief theory because they didn't show uh, Brewing Ricky at its usual time, which yeah. was uh, before the top of the seventh. So we speculated that I think uh, Hispanic Heritage Night was um, uh, sponsored by Modelo. Yeah. There's not... a lot of Modelo going on. Yeah. So I, I we, uh, you know, we were wondering if Maybe they weren't going to have a Goose Island commercial uh, on like a Modelo night, but like yeah. Modelo probably saw those Goose Island commercials like yeah. brewing with Ricky. They're like, no, please air this; it'll help our business. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, we don't, we don't, we're not making any bad videos, bad vignettes. Yeah. So uh, buy our beer. Uh, so we, so once again, uh, another scoreboard related thing. They had a, a trivia question on there, yeah. um, which I think was which uh, player born in the Dominican Republic had a 23 year career. Which slugger? Slugger, which slugger? <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Um, and so the choices were uh, Julio Franco, Manny Ramirez, and um, uh, uh, it, so I was going, and one other guy. Uh, so I was, Jeremy, I was going to say before we get into Julio Franco. George Bell. George Bell. So don't, don't look him up yet. I okay. was going to say just kind of impromptu real quick. Yes. We should try to do um, a uh, baseball resume. We work together on oh, Julio yes. Franco and see okay. how many teams we can get from Okay. There. I got a pen and paper. Let's okay, cool. So I am going to say he played for uh, the, the, the Mets. Uh, obviously, we, he was on the White Sox. He was on the Braves. Wow, he, you're naming all the obscure ones. I got yeah, the easy ones. He was on. I think he was on the Brewers for a year. Okay. Um, Should I do? I yeah, jump yeah. In? Go, go more. Go more. Indians, Rangers. Indians, Rangers. Um, I mean, let's see. Indians, Rangers. Uh, White Sox, Braves, Brewers. Um, I'm sorry. Was he I'm, ever on the Yankees? Yeah, yeah I believe he I think was. He was on, on the Yankees. Yankees. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm getting him confused with Ricky Henderson. Now. Okay. I'm conflating him because like. I want to say he was on the Padres. Okay, I, I never. I know Ricky Henderson was on the Padres, but let, I'll put the Padres down just okay. for S's okay. and G's. Um, yeah. and that's eight teams. Let's just. Uh, those are the only ones that I can think of. Okay. So let's go let's with that it. and see which ones we missed. Also, I want to say his career high in homers was twenty one. I haven't looked at it yet. Okay, twenty one. Um, yeah, that. I'll. Uh, if you're given over under on that, I'll take the over. But okay. I'm not sure. Okay. Okay, so he was on. Um, a handful of teams. Okay, so Cleveland, eight years. We got it. Okay. Uh, Atlanta, six years. Got it. Texas, five years. Mets, two years. Uh, Devil Rays. Oh, God. Uh, Phillies, Milwaukee Brewers, and then the White Sox. So he wasn't on the Yankees or the okay. Padres. Yeah, we, there were, yeah, we were missing two teams. We were just, we had the wrong teams, which is yeah. pretty, we did pretty good on that. Phillies. Um, and, uh, career yeah. high for homers looks like 20. Yeah. In 94 with the White Sox. Yeah, there you go. Okay, so (laughs) I guess if you were going to call him a slugger ever, it was his (laughs) one year with the White Sox. He could have been called the legitimate slugger. He finished eighth in MVP voting. Wow. Oh, and he won a silver slugger. So if you're defining slugger by if they want a silver slugger, then I guess he's a slugger. Yeah, yeah. Not bad. So is uh, Greg Maddox, too, (laughs) because he won the silver slugger for a pitcher. But... Yeah. So we were thinking that uh, maybe Julio Franco actually hadn't been born in the Dominican Republic, uh, per the <coughs> Eucalyptus question from last week. Yes, yes. To reference uh, what happened last week, um, what um, Massachusetts native led the, uh, got the last homer for the White Sox, and they put Euclid down, even though he's not a Massachusetts native. Yep. So they're playing uh, a dirty ball there. Mm-hmm. So we're like, yeah, it's got to be Franco. 
Unless he actually wasn't, unless he was born in New Jersey or something. <laughs> so yeah, so they were they were cool on that one, and uh, that was the correct answer. But uh, yeah, there you go. You know, also just to um, uh, go back to trivia questions, the guy that they got for to answer, so they did some promotion also oh, yeah. where they had a guy answer three trivia questions. Yeah. The questions weren't that hard, but the guy got them all right. He yeah, did a good, he did a good job. He was pretty stoic when he was answering. Yeah, too. like he knew his stuff. Yeah, I give that guy props for yep. sure because like. They weren't uh, super hard, but they were hard enough to where, like, if you add in the factor of, like, when you're actually put on the spot and mm-hmm. you have to answer stuff, like, forgetting, uh, he did pretty well. He did. He did. Um, I'm not 100% sure that they don't feed him those answers, so right, so there's right. that, too. Uh-huh. But Because people never seem to get those wrong. Not really, no. I, it does happen every once in it a does. while. It does. Yep. But they're also, like, you know, there can be some dude in the first row being like, yeah, it's Julio Franco. Uh-huh. You know, and it's like, oh, uh, Julio Franco? That's correct. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, I know it. Yeah, um, whatever. So, well, one thing that uh, one more thing, I guess, on the scoreboard was the emoji cam uh, came yeah. back. Um, yeah, they they did that. Um, that the, there's it's weird. Something just played on my baseball reference page, but uh, I don't <laughs> think it came into the uh, to the recording. But uh, yeah, at the um, they they brought back that weird emoji cam. It's not even really. It's like the Instagram filter cam or whatever. But like where they put the like emojis on someone's face. Or the filters on someone's face, and then people just look bummed because they're on camera, but they have a big southpaw face. Yeah, or a big uh, catcher's mask yeah. over their face. Yeah. There was like a family, like a guy. There's a dad, like with his daughter, like and holding one of his kids or whatever, and like they're all there, like looking, and then they're like smi- they're like smiling, then they look up to see themselves, and then Im- instantly the catcher's mask, this like f- f- Instagram filter catcher's mask, goes over their face, and then they're like, oh yeah, okay. Yeah, you know, I never really thought about it from that perspective, but, like, yeah, you know, it can be a cool thing to, like, get on the scoreboard if you're into that kind of thing, and then, like, you finally have your moment where you get into it, uh, or you get onto it, and then, like, they just cover your face up. That's what I'm saying. That's what I said on the last one. It's like everyone, and then then they would, like, take the filter off, and you would see their faces, and they would just look bummed out. Yeah. So that's, yeah, that's what happened again. I didn't notice it until halfway through, so I don't know if we missed something funny from the beginning of it, but... It was pretty much just across the board. People bummed out that their faces were on yet obscured. Yeah, you know. History. Speaking of, uh, just well, I remember it because we didn't, we haven't talked about this. But uh, so I think it was during that third, um, that third Brewers Cubs game this week. Uh, you know, when you're talking about like once in a lifetime or very rare opportunities, like getting on the scoreboard. Mm-hmm. Uh, so is it when Schwarber hit that massive bomb uh-huh. um, into the right field bleachers? Yeah. Like some some Brewer fan, like some like hero, like mm-hmm. grabbed the ball oh, and yeah, chucked yeah, yeah. it as hard as he could yeah. back into the uh, onto the field. Yeah, I saw that. And it's like, dude. You just caught a home run ball. I mean, most yeah. people would be like super happy, like, okay, great. You're like you're like the big tough guy in the bleachers for like those, you know, thirty seconds that anybody gives a shit. Right, yeah. And then now for the rest of your life, like you gave up uh the chance to own a home run ball. Yeah. I mean, like honestly, like if you wanna like I'm I'm I guess I support the tradition of throwing back the home run ball. I definitely like people say like give it to a kid instead. It's like, well yeah. screw that. Yeah. Um if you want to throw it back, fine, but like the the thing that that people started doing of like bringing the fake ball yeah. and then throwing the fake ball back, yeah. like do that, man. Because if I was ever going to to sit in the bleachers, I never sit in the bleachers. But if I was going to the bleachers, I would definitely bring a fake ball with me. Yeah, like, and I would throw that one back. Yeah, like 
it's I I mean I, I don't know it's yeah it doesn't make any sense hey, if I ever sit down the third baseline in a game where Todd Frazier is playing I'm gonna bring <laughs> I'm gonna bring a fake ball as well just yeah. for him yeah you know? exactly he'll he'll utilize it yeah exactly he'll he'll put you up to it um, um yeah so um yeah so yeah I did actually I remember that he actually you know what he did to the ball before he threw it what he kissed it. Who did the, uh, the 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 Milwaukee guy? Did he really? Yeah. I didn't see that. Part. Yeah, he yeah, he kissed it and then threw it back, as if he was like planning it. Yeah. He was in a he was in a spot where only Kyle Schwarber could have hit a, like hit to with the yep. homer. Yeah, but like somehow he was like ready to do that or something. I don't yeah. know. But uh, yeah, so whatever. Um, Jeremy, so you had an happen. overheard in stands part two. I did. Yes, yeah. I did. Um, so yes, uh, there were a co- there was a group of people in front of us. Um, I couldn't really tell what the situation was. There was like a little kid, and yep. like I assume his mom. Yeah. Um, she seemed a little old to be his mom. Yeah. Think, so maybe. It, yeah, I agree. But it was weird. And then like an, an older guy who I assumed was his grandfather. Yeah. Yes. Um. And and the kid was maybe five or six years old. He was a very little kid. Yeah. 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 He was like wiggling around. Actually, you yeah. can see him in the whole the Otani video. Uh-huh. Um. Not paying attention to Otani, but um. <laughs> But, uh, and then there was an older guy who was, like, presumably his grandfather, and then, like, some other old, like, kind of crusty dudes with him. <laughs> yeah. And uh, they they definitely seemed old and crusty because, like, I assume that when you see someone who looks like that, you assume that they know a lot about baseball, mm-hmm. like, they go to the games and stuff, so they have a modicum of knowledge or whatever. But um, I thought this was interesting, and we've never talked about this, I don't think, but they were like, they got no on-deck circles in this stadium. And uh, did you hear this at all? No. Yeah. So they're like the guy. One guy turns to the other guy. And he's like, they got no on deck circles in the stadium. And he's like, unless those are them. And like he points to the the dirt circles right by home plate and the foul line there, mm-hmm. um, like just immediately to the left and right of of the home plate, basically. And uh, those two little dirt circles cut out. And then they're like, yeah, it's weird. What are the yon duck circles doing so close to uh, the field? You know, you can't even stand there or whatever. And they're like, okay, whatever. And they just brushed it off and, and went on. So, like, do you do you know what those circles are? No. I, I, I guess I never – I mean, I've noticed them. I know they're there, but I don't know what they're for. Okay. I didn't know it either. And I remember asking – see, I remember asking about this when I was, like, a little kid. I, or Yeah, I think I was a little kid. But, like – I didn't know either, and I thought that they might have been on deck circles too. Um, but they're actually fungo circles. So um, during batting practice, like the you know one of the coaches, the manager, or someone who's hitting fungos out to the players, that's where they normally stand to hit the fungos. Really? Yeah. So that's what that those that's what those circles are. You really wouldn't know that unless you saw batting practice and then I mean, and then observed like were observant enough to realize that's yeah. where they were standing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I remember like my friend's dad told me that or whatever, but um uh so I was I'm not chastising those guys, but like I thought it was interesting because those guys didn't know about it and like yeah, and Jack, if you didn't know about it either, like that's that's I'm gonna say then that's a pretty obscure thing. It is. Well, thank you for sharing that. I'm glad I know. Yeah, yeah. So it's interesting. So yeah, if you ever see those circles, yeah, it's the batters that they do have on deck circles. Yeah, I was gonna say, do they not have on deck circles? No, they do. Did I just not notice. They do. They do. But they were looking at those circles, and I guess they thought. I yeah. remember being the like. I remember when I asked this question. I was probably like eleven or twelve or something. Mm-hmm. So I've known it since then. But um, uh, I remember thinking that too. It's like well. Someone could get killed if you stand there or whatever. Yeah. 
But uh, so I thought that was interesting. So I, I guess I don't know. Maybe people are learning something about, about that. But yeah, the 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 manager or whoever hits fungos, that's about where they stand. And like you know, they would do that uh, if they didn't like put a dirt circle there. They there would be worn out patches in the grass, right? From right. from standing there all the time. So they just a lot of stadiums just put the dirt circles there. Right. Right. Uh, so okay. there you go. So that, right. I thought that was interesting. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. We're learning. We're teaching you something here. What did you see? An Artie Lang lookalike? I saw a Artie Lang. So I really had to look at this guy. Sometimes you like look at someone, you do a double take or yeah. whatever. And then sometimes you like really have to like squint your eyes and like crane your neck forward to like look. And th- this was the case here. I, I really thought it was Artie Lang, um, but it was just a standard White Sox fan. <laughs> you know? And like when, when I say that, like, you know, they're pretty interchangeable. It was like yeah. a, 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 a big dude. Uh, wearing like like uh, a baseball like a dirty baseball hat and like gray stubble and like gray hair like long gray hair sticking out of his hat. So I really thought it was already laying, but I think I'm pretty sure it was just a White Sox fan. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. Uh huh. So there was that. Um, uh, I guess we can say uh, yeah, we got the fungo circles. Um, this is one thing, Jack, that I wanted to mention um, that like we haven't we sh- we should have been talking about this the whole time. We should have been ke- keeping like this should be an, a normal part. So the same way like food should like uh, should be a normal part of the podcast. Uh, weird or bad jerseys that we've seen sure should also be something that we've been in uh, you know uh, yeah that we should report each time absolutely. So um, I I I gotta say that I you know in the past I've seen like a Joe McEwing jersey mm-hmm, like the mm-hmm. bench coach or whatever yeah and it's like why why would someone have a Joe McEwing jersey mm-hmm. why why I, why do you have that remember when he was on the Cardinals like they called him Little Mac because Mark oh, McGuire yeah. was Big Mac yeah it was just the lamest thing ever so lame yeah. yeah. Um, so going, I feel like I've seen this guy before, like this jersey before, but I saw a Rob McCowiak, uh jersey. Yeah, that's not a very good one. You mentioned you saw Bobby Jenks too. We saw Bobby Jenks. At least that guy was a closer for the two thousand for the World Series yeah, team. At so least like, he was good at some point. Yeah, yeah. Rob McCowiak is a classic like guy that the White Sox just embraced like for no reason because he's bad. It's like yeah, and he got like maybe one game winning hit once. Mm-hmm. Like he's like beloved. But then, like, you know, like a good player, they're like, oh, yeah, whatever. But, like, yeah, they Rob McCoviak. So that was pretty That was pretty bad. Yeah, I thought I saw a Benji Molina jersey, um, but I didn't see the front of the guy's jersey. Yeah. And it turned out it was a Yachty Molina jersey. Um, I figured they probably never made Benji Molina jerseys, so that was yeah, maybe well, a stretch. But uh, They didn't make Rob McCoviak jerseys either. I'll tell, <laughs> you, I'll tell you that for sure. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, they. Uh, uh, but I, we saw a couple Cardinals jerseys there. Yeah, tonight, we saw two Cardinals was, jerseys, of it, course. Yeah, which was which was odd but so i actually wanted to comment on this um you know sometimes uh especially at white Sox games you can really get a good idea of the team's national following Mm -hmm. um because for the most part half the stands will be filled with the other team's fans yeah Uh, we've seen it for the red Sox. we saw it for the yankees um you know and it happened for the cardinals as well big time uh, the Angels, not so much. I mean, you know, there were no. a couple people in Angels jerseys. There were some people there yeah. with Angels stuff. But overall, uh, and it happens with the Dodgers, too. The Dodgers have a huge national following. Yeah. Um, but uh, just there was just, like, not much for the Angels. I, no. I, I, I saw a couple jerseys. Mm-hmm. But. And, I mean... It's it's disappointing for them too because they do have Trout. So I feel like I feel like he has sort of expanded their following a little bit, yeah. as has probably Otani. Yeah. But um, still, there w- really wasn't much in the way of uh, 
of Angels fans there tonight. No, not really. There were a couple of people clapping when Otani hit the homer, but mm-hmm. um, but yeah. Um, there's one more thing we can. Should we say that till the very end, or should we do it now? Let's just do it now. Okay, Let's just get it out of the way. Yeah. Well, this was our parting shot at the at the stadium, and again, yeah. if this is the last thing we we see at the White Sox game this year, it's almost <laughs> fitting. Um, but just a real, just a real dark <laughs> moment for White Sox fans. Um, yeah. You know, and why why not? I figured we we discussed whether we should mention this or not in the podcast, but why not? It's a, it, whenever we discuss that, whenever we have that discussion, it always gets mentioned. Yeah, I don't yeah. even know why we have it anymore. It follows but. the arc of this whole season of this podcast, basically. Yes. So we were, um, <laughs> interestingly enough, it happened in the bathroom again. Uh, as you know, at, th- at this point. I'm going to the bathroom just so I can get a story out of yeah, it. Yeah. Because stuff happens. So we're we go to the bathroom. We go to the bathroom and um uh Jack is ahead of me and we're walking into the front door and there's a line and the line's snaking beginning to like snake out the front door of the uh bathroom. Um I start talking to Jack about some bull crap about uh, Brent Suter. Brent Suter, yeah. his like bionic arm that he's wearing <laughs> nowadays in the dugout after he got the TJ surgery. Um, and Jack's like not responding, and I'm like wondering why. And then like perfectly as the as the like as the waters would part, like um, uh, there um, at the urinal was a a guy. He was a large guy. He was a very large guy. And he had his pants pulled all the way down. Yeah, yeah. Um, and now, uh, I, you know, I don't want it. Like, so this guy, this guy had some some stuff going on. Yeah, like, we don't we don't know what was what was what it was. We're not sure if he was super drunk uh-huh. or he had some some things going on with himself. And I think it's probably maybe more so the latter than the former. Yeah. It could have been a little yeah. bit of both. Yeah, I don't know. Uh-huh. But like, we walked in, and this guy, like, he he. It's one of those things where, like, in a normal civilization, you just kind of look the other way and you just try to get get past it and, like, just go about your day. Yeah. Because, like, you don't – what you don't do is what happened. No, which is uh, – so Jeremy just described them as uh, as animals. But there yeah. were uh, there were just a bunch of guys who started going, hey, man, put that shit away. Well, even before that, yeah. there were two dudes, like, standing at the, at the mirror – taking a selfie and then someone I heard someone say like well these guys taking a selfie <laughs> yeah. and then they saw what they were doing and then they, they, it made sense yeah, to them yeah cause you could see the guy's ass in the reflection of the mirror yeah the guy was essentially just taking a picture of this guy at the urinal yeah uh, and like so these these two monsters were just like photographing this this poor bastard yeah uh, and they're smiling I, I actually remember the look on the guy's face he was like smiling like he was taking a picture in front of his new car like a new car that he just got yeah. like, look at this dad I just got a new car yeah. but it's not it's a bare ass of a fucking dude who's like got some issues going on yeah and so and he's gleefully taking this picture of him which is fucking deplorable yeah um, and then there's this group of like 20 something probably like young 20 something like drunk asshole guys and then they see this guy. They're, I think they were they the guys who said the thing about the selfie. Yeah, yeah. Because they were like, "Hey, was this guy taking a selfie? What the hell? Whoa, man!" <laughs> so then he saw the dude's ass. Yeah. Um, and they're like, "Whoa, look at this dude!" And they're like, "Oh <laughs> man, this guy's crazy, man." He's like, "Put that shit away, man. Someone's got to tell him to put this shit away, man." And like. Then this guy, but this guy had just finished like peeing at the urinal, so he turns around and he goes to the 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 sink just to to wash up, 
and these guys like he he essentially turned around and could have seen these guys like mocking him. Yeah. But he didn't he didn't even respond to that. So that's <laughs> why I'm thinking like the, this guy had some things going on. Yeah. I mean, not that's not the only reason why it's you know, it's for everything that I just said. <laughs> yeah. But so this guy had issues. Um and so these guys just they're like, Whoa man, I can't believe it and then like they're like then like and I I refused to they were right behind us by the way. And I should also mention that Jack was first in line. So when this dude got away from the urinal Jack was was batter up. Yeah. Batter up. I, I and was, I, and I was like, I was like Javi Baez's uh, in last night's Cubs game, uh, forgetting my batting gloves before yeah, I went up. Yeah, I you were. Yeah. yeah, you were. You were hesitant I to step in the box. Wanted no part of that. At so that. you ended up going uh, down down the row. Yeah, I and did. I, I was so thrown off that I followed you. <laughs> like I walked right behind you, and then I was out in the middle of no man's land. I actually think that I changed the the organization of the bathroom from like one line into individual lines behind the urinal because yeah. I walked in and I think people follow me. But anyway, as I'm doing that and not sure what's going on and Jack, I'm sure you're like not, you're like just get me to a urinal and get me away from this yep. guy. Um, these, these hooligans, these monsters are like, ah, hoo, hoo, woo, woo, woo. and they're like, it seemed like they all went into one stall together and they're like, they're like hooting at each other and shit. Yeah, and like, so you, you, there's the guy and, uh, yeah, I mean, the guy had some issues. He left some, like, he left some, uh, the essences of himself behind, like, and it was hard to concentrate. And I'm like, we're, we're I'm, I'm at the urinal trying to make it happen. And like I didn't even really have to go, and then I all of this happened, and it was just a it was just fucking bedlam. It was chaos yeah. in the bathroom. Yeah, and it's like this is a White Sox game. This yep. is what happens at White Sox games. Yep. So we were like, we we're like, how can we say this without being disrespectful to this this poor bastard <laughs> who like is now <laughs> being shown? It's one twenty a.m. Saturday, like Saturday morning, like Friday night. His picture's being shown around at some bar somewhere right yep. now, and these jackals are like, like probably eating some fucking like bad tacos, talking about this guy. Yep. And like, so whatever. So we were trying to think of a way to like not besmirch him any more than he already has been besmirched. And we're like, do we even tell the story? But like, we have to because it fits so well into the arc of our season at the White Sox. It does. Yeah. And and it's almost fitting to not go back to a game. Like I don't want to turn down a game. We need games to go to right. for the podcast. Right. But like it would be fitting if that was the last memory of, of being at a White Sox <laughs> game this season. <laughs> Most definitely. It summed it up perfectly. It did. So anyway, uh, that happened right. That, that was at the end, and then we we walked out and uh, to the backdrop of uh, fireworks and uh, got to the train. And uh, that was the the off the field experience. It was. The, it was. There was a, the, we should talk about the game. Yeah, because there was a couple uh, so things we're talking about. We, we were calling it the uh, the Felix Pena game. So yeah. uh, you can probably understand why it's been fifty minutes and we haven't talked much about the game yet. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean, like, so yeah. Um, you know, it it was at the end of the day, it was Otani Day, but yeah, yeah. Felix Pena had a good outing. Felix Pena. Um, uh, former Cubs uh, property came over, so we looked this up. Like I knew that he he had been he caught on with the Angels and he was pitching with them. I didn't know. I figured it was like a waiver claim or mm -hmm. something, but he was actually traded to the Angels on uh, October, according to Baseball Reference, 
uh, October 9th, 2017, which is weird because I'm pretty sure the NLDS was going on at that point. Yeah, and he was traded for a player to be named later. Yes. Uh, who has yet to be named. Yet to be named. It's, yeah. it's uh, you know, 11 months later. I think the Cubs <laughs> have forgotten about it. I think the Cubs were just like, yeah, all right, you're, we're good. Just, yeah. just keep them. We're yep. good. You yeah, know. yeah. That, then that's like an insult to the Angels farm system. They're like, you know, we, yeah. we really don't, you really don't have anybody that we want. <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. Or like, like the Cubs just were just distracted at the time of that trade because they were in yeah. the NLDS. Yeah. And uh, yeah, they just kind of forgot about it. Slipped through the cracks. Yeah. So anyway, um, so he, he came out and he pitched a hell of a game. Good line. Seven innings pitched, two earned runs. Uh, two runs, both earned. Uh, yeah. Seven hits, but no walks, six Ks. No walks and six Ks. Pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. Um, so yeah, will, will this become will this come to be known as the Felix Pena game? I'm not sure. No, you know, I, I, Jeremy, it was the Shohei Otani game, though. It was. Uh, we came there to see him uh, hit a home run. Yeah, and he had a home run. Well, let's just say this really quick because um, there was a whole thing leading up to the the Otani game. I mean, we've been talking about this uh, for weeks. Um, we were trying to like we definitely wanted to see Otani. Like it would have been cool. Like so then uh, we just wanted to see him play. Um, and we figured like you know let's just go Friday whatever. Um, then last week they they announced that he's going to start. All right, so then we're thinking like, okay, well, that means he's going to start on Sundays. They always give him the day before and after off. So it's like, okay, whew, we like just got in this Friday game. This might be the only day we get to see him in the lineup. Um, but then I was trying on the side to, to go Sunday to see him pitch. Um, and then he comes out. And then uh, of the game last week, he only went two and a third or something like that, or two and two thirds. And, uh, you know, then they're then like they're like, oh, he's going to be fine. Social says he's going to be fine. And then... The TJ uh, thing. They're like, oh, okay, new test. He's got a UCL tear. Tommy John surgery is recommended. Then he go comes. Was that the night he hit two homers? Uh, yeah, yeah. That was the. It was yeah. the very same. That yeah. They, yep. So he um they they everyone is like, oh, he's done. He's Tommy this John surgery. This was Wednesday, I think. Yeah. yeah. Then he's in the lineup and he hits two home runs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so then it's like, I we were texting about this and you were like, he's in the lineup tonight mm-hmm. and like I checked and I'm like, yeah, he sure is. Yep. And uh, he hit the homers and so it's like. All right, we're back on because I tweeted like, "Well, we got two days shy of seeing Otani," um, and then uh, so anyway, needless to say, I was excited. I was so excited that I got on the wrong train mm-hmm. <laughs> from downtown for my job. Uh, I didn't notice it until a stop, until the next stop, and it was too late. So then I had to get off at the next stop, so I had to turn back around. So it's it's a it's a unacceptable thing for Chicago, and I've lived here my whole life. 37 years and uh, I got on the wrong train that's unacceptable mm-hmm. but I ha- it happened so uh, I turned it around got back on the train then when I got off the train there was like I there was like a mob of Japanese people with like one like white guy mm-hmm. I don't know if he was like their like their tour guide or their guide or something he's like he's like oh everybody uh, this way and then so like they all like you know like headed up the uh, the, the escalator to, to 35th I got out of there and I I hurried over, but um, but yeah, so I got over there. So there was uh, the the Japanese people and me and you. That was pretty much the crowd because again, it was otherwise dead. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, so anyway, so we were so all eyes were on Otani basically, mm-hmm. um, and uh, we were watching him warm up, and uh, he had the trainer with him like yep. 
on like running sprints like the 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 angels were lined up on the uh first base line uh running sprints or doing stretches or whatever and like the trainer it was not an interpreter it was a trainer with him so i thought that was interesting yeah it was making sure he didn't do something to his elbow right yeah and you mentioned that you saw cole calhoun rub his elbow yeah yeah cole calhoun was standing next to him and he like he reached over and like he was like rubbing Otani's elbow. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was kind of uh, funny and yeah. interesting. Now I haven't actually watched a game where Otani pitches. Uh, okay. He doesn't. He doesn't hit when he pitches, does he? No, because they yeah, because they don't um, have the DH. Yeah, right? they've all been uh, AL games. Yep. Yeah. So uh, actually, if we would have seen him pitch, we wouldn't have seen him hit. Uh, I'm I'm I might have rather seen him hit if I had yeah. the choice. Yeah. So uh, you know, I'm glad that we saw this game as opposed to him pitching, which also might have been cool. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, cool. yeah. If I had to pick one, I mean, like, you know, the the hitting is is working. Like he's 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 doing well. He's nineteenth yep. homer tonight. We were really hoping. Uh, we got greedy and like we wanted to see him hit his number twentieth. But uh, it was I was super pleased that we saw the the homer. We've well, been we've yeah. been spoiled this season. Yeah, we we have. We've seen a lot of cool stuff. We saw Bobby Witt hit that homer. Yeah, which is what we came there for. Yeah, uh, I mean we we uh, like we did not see Stanton hit one, but we saw Torres hit one for the Yankees. Yeah, uh, which was really cool. Yeah, we saw Stanton strike out by Matt Davidson. Yeah, it's just as interesting. Which, which was just as interesting. More rare. Yeah, definitely. So there you go. Um. Yeah, uh, but Otani, though, I mean, he's probably got, what, maybe 260, 270 at-bats on the season, and he's got 19 homers? Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Um, Imagine how he might do over a full season. Um, Yeah. You know, it might be good. So I would actually be interested, if he didn't pitch at all next year, just to see them roll him out as a DH every day. Right, yeah, I know. We'll see how it goes, Mm -hmm. but uh, it seems like that's probably what's going to happen next year. He's probably going to be hitter only next year. Now, all uh, all of the good stuff that happened with Otani... Uh, it wasn't canceled out necessarily, but uh, you know Mike Trout certainly did not have an exciting game, sort of to no fault of his own. No, uh, he was hit by a pitch and intentionally walked twice. Yeah, you blame the uh, White Sox for that. Two intentional yep. walks. Blame blame Ricky for that one. Yeah, I know. What a bummer. Like the marketing department should talk to him and be like, "Hey, uh, Ricky, you know people are kind of here to see him play. Yep. Yeah, you know, keep the bat in his hand." You yep. Know? And you know those those two little kids uh, what should have said to their dad, uh, hey, you know if this guy's not the best player in baseball, why was he intentionally walked twice <laughs> yeah, in exactly. this game? Yeah, uh, they were gone. They were long gone by that point. They were, yeah. Um, but you know, so so he, here's the thing, Jeremy. Yeah. So uh, Mike Trout was intentionally walked twice, and the next guy up was Justin Upton. So they were walking Trout yeah. to pitch to Upton. Yep. Now, Upton's a guy making, I don't know, a hundred on like a $130 million contract, yeah. something like that, seven yeah. years, maybe more than that. It might be more than that. Yeah, it, it, it might be more than that. And, you know, he, he's he, here's a guy who he's been an all-star, yeah. I think. You know, he's had some seasons of 30-plus home runs. Uh, you know, like the dude should have a little pride. Yeah. Like get a little pissed off. That they're yeah. walking Trout to face you. Yeah. But, you know, instead, he... Uh, he laid down like a wounded dog. He, he did. He did. He uh, he had the bases loaded. Yeah. He hit, a, he hit a ground ball. It might have been a broken bat ground ball to shortstop. Mm-hmm. Semi-slow roller. Uh, but he just jogs to first. And, like, you know, there were two outs in that inning. He just jogs to first. Yeah. And gets lets himself be thrown out. Yeah. Like, dude, you know, why don't you... You're getting paid a ton of money, man. Like, I know you're probably not going to beat it out anyway, but st- sprint to first base like all big yeah. leaguers do. 
Yeah, you would think that he just wouldn't want to look that bad in front of Trout. Yeah, you know? yeah. It's yeah. like like trying to like look good in front of a girl or something. It's like, hey, Trout, look at me. I'm running. Cool, right? <laughs> I still got, I still, you know, stranded the bases loaded, but uh, whatever. You know, cool. Yeah, the guy has no heart. No, no, he's, he doesn't. He's been on all these teams, and this, he's never contributed anything. Like the team, like what have his team has have his teams done? No, I mean I, he was on the D-backs, but I don't, I don't think the D-backs were, they weren't really any good when he was on them, were they? I don't, um, I don't know if he was uh, on any playoff, or he was on the was he on the eleven D-backs? Was uh, or was it the the year that they played the Brewers in the playoffs? Yeah, he probably would have been on that team. Yeah, um, but then he was on the Braves. The Braves never did anything. The, no. when he was on the Tigers, the Tigers never did anything and now the angels are dead in the water yeah um to be fair i think he was made he's had a he recently had a concussion or something like that okay but uh mm-hmm. but still he sucked in that game yeah um and then his last two at bats were strikeouts yeah two uh, strikeouts he did have a sack fly he, he but, did you know and a single but whatever he did yeah. um i you know i just i was not happy with him because you know he's a guy i think has a lot of talent yeah um and he's just never really lived up to it Ben in between trout and otani he should be doing something you know yep um, Simmons, uh, Andrelton Simmons, he's a guy I've always liked. He's got a really good glove. Yeah, it's a treat um, to be able to see him uh, it in, is. in a game in the field. Yeah, I feel like he's kind of been forgotten about since he came to the Angels. Yeah. Um, I, he, he was getting a lot of uh, attention when he first came up when he was on the Braves for yeah. his fielding prowess. Yeah, exactly. Great fielder, very um, agile or something, very like uh, coordinated. Mm-hmm. Unlike, uh, you know, say someone like, uh, I don't know, Homer Simpson maybe. <laughs> yeah, um, so... When he came up to the plate, they played the Simpsons music. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was like... Yeah, I mean, Simmons kind of sounds like Simpsons, sort of. I mean, I guess it's close. Yeah, Andrelton Simpsons. Yeah, Andrelton Simpsons. Yeah, so there you go. I don't know. I wanted to mention that. I thought that was worth mentioning. Yeah, and did yeah. hit a bomb in the game yeah. too. Yeah. Speaking of bombs, just real quick about the Otani homer. Like we should we should just mention like how it all went down yeah, too. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um it was very interesting like uh and this was all captured. The funny thing I I I posted the video on Instagram but I didn't really I didn't I had my headphones. I didn't want to put my headphones in and like review the tape, you know, before I posted it. I just wanted to post it. So I'm like I'm sure we said something goofy yeah. during it and uh, it wasn't until just before we we recorded that we listened to it. Um it's not too bad. I think no. it's pretty funny. But like we weren't so he hit it. It was a majestic arcing moonshot yes. to center field. It was a like a Chris Bryant home run. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's got the major launch angle going on. Um and Adam Angle and as Adam Angle does jumped up and uh, almost robbed I it. I thought he I thought he robbed it at first. And um, you can, if you're not if you don't believe Jack, check the tape because you can hear him say it. I I, I do. Um but he, here's the thing. Uh, when they showed the replay, first of all, from where we were sitting, you couldn't see that Angle lost his glove on the play. Yeah. But I think he lost it because the ball went in his glove. Yeah. But then the ball knocked his glove out of his hand. Off his hand. Yeah. Um. I would have. We really have to slow it down and look closely. But I. I do. I do want to say that I think the ball went in his glove. Yeah. I know. I think so. That's. That was, it's a better story that way. Yeah. For sure. So um, it was almost. You. We almost got to see both on the same play. Otani hit a homer and Engel rob a homer. Yeah, now Just, we yeah. knew he didn't rob it because uh, we saw his hand slap the uh, Engel slapped the ground yeah. with his hand. Yeah, he landed on the ground and he like he like beat the ground and like so that's how that's when we knew that that it was a homer. Yeah, and then. Otani didn't even know because yeah. he was like kind of like shuffling back, looking to the center field because not not sure what happened. Um, and then it ended up he ended up catching up with 
uh, was it Upton that he drove in? No, it uh, was uh, Trout. Trout. Yeah. Yeah. So he can he trotted in right behind Trout. They were like four feet, five feet from each other. Or yeah. So I thought that was pretty funny. Now I'll say this: I don't give a shit about Greg Bird, but uh-huh. I would have been pissed if he would have robbed Otani. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's like I, Jack. I was telling you a story uh, years ago. Me and my friends used to play home run derby, like on the Fourth of July. Mm-hmm. We would go to like a little league field that had a fence. It was like a two hundred foot fence, and we would play home run derby and like it was hard like there was like no one hit more than one yeah um and actually one person maybe hit two or something but like and then like three other people hit one and then that was it Mm -hmm. um but uh, our friend uh robbed our other friend of a home run yeah (laughs) and we were like all pissed at him because like dude that's that's you know we're not here to rob home runs we're here to hit home runs yeah and he yep. robbed it and like, uh-huh. we were we were all pissed at him especially yeah. the guy who hit it but uh-huh. um but yeah so yeah it would have been in that similar vein I mm-hmm. suppose but um yeah so uh, so that was I mean and then you heard my like youthful excitement uh, at the end yeah like, I, I was you can like, really hear what a fanboy Jeremy <laughs> is I'm, I'm not kidding folks you know yeah <laughs> it's on there it's, yep. it's captured on the on the footage I could have doctored it but uh, it's all there <laughs> in uh, raw glory. <laughs> So, um, yeah, uh, you let's something see. to say about Caleb Cowart. Yeah. So Caleb Cowart, uh, came in the game as a defensive replacement, uh, in the eighth inning, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, he made a couple good plays yeah, in, the, he did. in the ninth, in the ninth uh, inning. He made some slick plays over there. At yeah. Third. But, uh, I have a, a, a nickname for Caleb Cowart, mm-hmm. uh, and it's, uh, it's this, uh, the assassination of Jesse James by the Cowart. Robert Ford. Ooh, I like that. I like that. I like that's that. a good nickname, isn't the, it? The cowardly lion. Oh, okay, I like that too. Yeah, cowardly yeah. Lion. No, that's yeah. A, that's a good that's a good one though. Yeah. <laughs> you have to say the whole thing though. Yeah. The assassination of Jesse James by the coward, Robert Ford. Oh man, could you imagine if uh, Caleb Cowart and Zach Cozart played in the same infield? That's yeah. like almost that they pronounce their names differently, but they're yeah. it's almost the exact same spelling. Yeah. Uh, just the W, Just the right? W and the Z. Yeah. It'd be like C-Shick and Nishik in well, that. Well, if, K- if uh, Zach Cozart uh, wasn't uh, so uh, upset about uh, the Rays starting uh, yeah. <laughs> Sergio Romo, maybe he could get on the field and, and contribute to that dead-ass team. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so way to go, Zach Cozart. Um, well, I speaking got, of uh, dead-ass, yeah, exactly. uh, Avi... Avi Garcia played in this game. Jeremy, you have not you have dubbed him the league leader in not caring. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I was at a game a couple uh, months ago um, without Jack uh, with some friends, uh, and we were in the um, left field, uh, the right field corner, and so we had a great shot at Avi Garcia, uh, and like the guy couldn't have looked less interested in the game, and like again, like right field, like you're out there, like like Jack's uh, baseball song, the right field song, like. You know, that's the kids like, you know, aren't paying attention or whatever. And like Avi Garcia was one of those kids. Like, yeah, just, I was going to say, how do you mean by not caring? He just seemed like he didn't, wasn't he just, paying attention. Yeah, he was just like walking. He was just like pacing around, like looking sideways, like looking like, like beyond the center field, like not at the home plate. Like, like there were a couple, it was like kind of like the, the Starlin Castro where he had his back to the infield, like yeah. for the pitch. Like he, he barely turned around in time for the pitch. He just didn't seem like he cared. He seemed like he's like, oh, I'm on a shit team. Like, mm-hmm. I don't care. Like, you know, I, I know that I can do we can help this team win. So I, I'm not even going to really bust my ass or whatever. Um, and, uh, yeah, there were just like, there were a couple times where he made outs and he just like looked like he didn't care. Mm-hmm. Even the home run. I mean, I don't know how, how excited he was for that. Yeah, right. But uh, I guess he did get get a little animated when he got hit. 
Yeah, um, he wasn't happy about getting hit. No, he wasn't. Yeah. yeah. Probably because he's like, hey, guys, I don't care. Why are you hitting me? Yeah, like, yeah. Get someone who cares, you know? <laughs> like, well, yeah, or like he uh, he thought he was retaliation for Trout. Right. But like, yeah, you know, that you think, obviously, you must think pretty highly of yourself if you think they're getting <laughs> back. If you think you're the guy they went after for hitting their star yeah, player. Yeah, exactly. I think that was in their mind. <laughs> yeah, well. Um, we saw uh, a guy named Buttree. Ty Butchery. Ty Butchery. I had never heard of him. Yeah, I thought I thought that I had too, but I, there might be someone like in college football named Butchery or okay. something. I don't, or the NFL or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um. But, I. I mean. Uh. That sounds like it'd be like a military name, like Sergeant Butchery or something. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um. It, it's a poor name for a baseball player. Uh. Definitely. Um. Definitely, though, it was an omen for what we were about to see in the bathroom because Buttry worked the ninth. That's true. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But it wasn't the uh, last Buttry we would see. <laughs> no. No. Um. Jack, you said that because uh, okay, so Ty Buttry came across uh from the Red Sox. Yeah, from the Red Sox for in Kinsler. Yeah, the Kinsler trade. Who we yeah. saw last game. Um. And you started saying like it sucks for Buttry, and I thought you were gonna say. You said it sucks for Buttry that he had to leave uh, the Red Sox, and I thought you were going to say it sucks for Buttry that his name is Buttry. Yeah, it sucks for him that his name is Buttry. Um, now, when I hear the name Buttry, I I don't I think of a this is what I think of. I think of like a buttery butt. Yeah, yeah, like a butt that's like hot. Uh huh. And like there's a pad of butter melting on on this butt. Sure. Yeah. A buttery butt. Yeah, buttery. or like. Or just like, yeah, like buttery popcorn or something. Like something that's like just really buttery. <laughs> like a really buttery piece of popcorn that looks like an ass. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. This is not, you're going to not hear this on any other podcast, guys. This is real baseball analysis. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's Ty Buttery. The guy yeah. probably got enough like flack about his name growing up. So right. let's, just, let's just add one more and then move on. Uh, right. So uh, K- Kevan Smith's uh, walk-up music, Jeremy, is just, yeah. Yeah, it's become the White Sox version of uh, Stone Cold's glass breaking. Yeah, exactly. Um, I know. was looking down at my scorecard and I heard the the beginning uh, uh, drum hits of Enter Sandman, and I'm like, oh, that's uh, Kevin Smith's coming up to pinch hit. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, who was was it? Uh, is it Mariano Rivera who like came to came into Enter Sandman? Or was it, was uh, it Trevor, Trevor Hoffman? Trevor Hoffman. It was I Trevor think. Hoffman. Yeah. Um, like they, yeah, they would, you know, that would happen, and like people would know, oh, here, here he comes, or whatever. But now it's now it's being used for a more uh, relatable guy, right? Like a Kevin Smith. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew that one right away. Um, let's see, uh, Jose Bresenio. I think he took a nut shot. He there did. In the he, end took, of the game. he took a, a Marcelo Zuna. Um, yeah, we saw that happen with Ozuna. You know, and and that was in like the ninth inning too that he took that nut yeah, shot. Like he almost he almost got out of the game without having a nut shot, but yeah, it just it didn't happen. Too bad. One one thing. Okay, to go back to Otani really quick, I would be remiss to mention this, but there was another um, typo on the yes. White Sox scoreboard. We right. almost we almost let them slide on it. Yeah, God forbid. yeah. Um, but uh, they had that Otani had signed with the Angels on twelve nine oh seven. Yes, so. would have signed as a twelve year old. Yeah. if my math is correct. Yeah. Um, so, but uh, they, fixed they did fix it. Yeah, the next time at bat. Yes, they did. They did. So we got to give credit where credit's due there on that right. one. Right. Um, that's really that's, that's really all that's I got. That's about it for the game itself. Now, you know, Jeremy and I mentioned. That uh, this is probably the last Sox game we're going to go to. That's not for sure. That's yeah, not 100%. We'll, see. we'll, we'll see. see. We haven't looked at the rest of the schedule. But uh, on Monday, uh, it's a quick turnaround, guys. We will be going to the 
Cubs Brewers game yep, uh, right. at Wrigley Field. Yeah, and uh, I gotta I gotta admit, Jack, when I bought the tickets, I was thinking like I don't know where the Brewers are gonna be when we get these tickets. They were struggling at the time. Yeah, yeah. And now it's looking like you know hot, the hottest ticket in town. It is. Um, you know the, these teams might be within two games of each other by the time this series is played. Uh, the Nat the Nats are so pathetic that the Cubs may well just sweep and it'll stay at four or five if the Brewers you know yeah. hold serve in their series against the Giants. But yeah. um, it it definitely looks like it's going to be a matchup uh, a playoff possible playoff preview yeah um and uh you know made uh better by the fact that you know jeremy is a cubs fan and i'm a brewers fan and yeah. and this is the first time uh, ever on this podcast that we're going to be doing uh a brewers cubs game i mean listen jack we couldn't have scripted this out any better like if we if we talk about this arc of the whole podcast mm-hmm. like it would almost be we're going to go to this game. It's going to be great. And then, like, we'll end up going to, like, one more, like, White Sox-Twins game or something. <laughs> yeah, I don't even yeah. know if the Twins are on the schedule. But yeah. there'll be one more, like, bad, like, game that we'll tack on there at the end. And Probably. We'll be anticlimactic. But um, it's all been leading up to this, I guess. It and, is. Like, and quite honestly, man, maybe it won't take 16 years for us to get each other in a chokehold. <laughs> it's going to happen Monday. It might. It might. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, who knows? Um, so we said that – so Jeremy and I were following the Cubs-Nats rain delay tonight. Yeah. Um, and uh, – it ended up getting canceled. Yeah. So we had originally thought we were going to see Quintana versus Miley. Um, yeah. But now with this rain delay, it doesn't look like Lester is going to, you know, I, I feel like their uh, their starting rotation right now is kind of a little up in the air. Yeah, yeah. It's going to uh, be shaking up a little bit. He's definitely not starting tomorrow. No. Um, and on he, Saturday, but he, yeah. I mean, he might start Sunday. Like you said, they might keep Montgomery. So we may see Lester on Monday. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's either, yeah, it's going to be probably either Lester or Quintana. So, yeah. uh, hey, who knows? Uh, you know, Brewers will be facing two lefties uh, in that series. So maybe Yelich can get a couple more days off um, before <laughs> yeah. the playoffs start. Yeah, exactly. We won't know. Well, um, does, does Shaw sit against lefties? So, yeah, sometimes. I feel like I want to say he played against... Was it Montgomery? Did Montgomery pitch in the in the latest series? Because I, I think, think Shaw started yeah, yeah, yeah. Shaw started one of those games and Moose he he started, started the, the other. He started the blowout game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So so we'll see. But um, Fair but but yeah, it's gonna be uh, it should be really cool. Uh, it should be a uh, uh, hopefully a good podcast as well. Uh, you know, we'll have a lot to talk about. Yeah, one so. of us will be pissed off during yes. the recording, and one of us will be pretty psyched. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so that'll be that'll be interesting. But until then, I think that's about all we have for you. This yeah, year. I, I do want to say, um, you know, I haven't really said this before because you know, whatever. We just want people to listen. But uh, I'm going to make the call for people to uh, get out and rate and review us on iTunes, mm-hmm. like all the podcasts say. It, and I didn't want to be like, hey guys, rate and review us, but like. Hey, what the hell? Why not? If you listen to the podcast, if you made it this far, uh, just go ahead and like rate us on iTunes. I think it, I think it helps us somehow. But like, it, you know, it'd be good to hear the feedback or whatever. But like, um, you know, times are tough out there for podcasts. So like, we want to uh, represent. And we want to like uh, get some uh, get some traction and some like uh, notices on 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 the iTunes and out there and everything. So yeah. so yeah, if you got a second, just. Um, I don't know. I think you, yeah, you just go to your iTunes, the podcast player, or like if you're listening on Stitcher or something. I think you can rate and review us there. So just do that. Just take a couple minutes if you could do that. That would be super awesome and, and helpful for us. So uh, yeah, just uh, I don't know. Just try to knock that out if you can. Yeah, for sure. And uh, you know, as always, we'd love to hear uh, you know any emails or uh, tweets that you guys would like to send us. Uh, we have a long off season coming up of uh, you know mini sods to do. So we uh, we'd love some suggestions if there's stuff you guys want yeah, to hear about. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, but uh, I think that'll do it, though, mm-hmm. for this one. Um, so, yeah, like check it out, and then uh, we'll be back very soon for that Cubs-Brewers uh, recap. All right. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. Bye.